Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Put your bags down and pull up a seat. You are listening to Stay A While, the podcast with Tommy Vincent. We could talk loud, we could try, keep it real, and it's all good, yeah. Wherever you are, pull up a seat to the table where we not only serve food for the soul, but provide you with the key ingredients to embracing your true, authentic self. you to know, as I have had to learn over the years, that it is absolutely okay to take the cape off. I'm serious. It's okay to take the cape off. Sit down somewhere and ask someone to help you to do whatever it is you need to do. You won't lose respect in anyone's eyes. And if you do, you might want to consider removing them from your life. So why is it so hard for us to believe we're deserving of help? Why is it so hard for us to invite people into our world to share the load sometimes? This conversation you're about to hear is as edifying as it is instructional. Elaine Fluker is the host of Support is Sexy podcast and author of the highly acclaimed book, Getting Over I Got It, how to Stop Playing Superwoman, Get Support, and Remember That Having It All Doesn't Mean Doing It Alone. She's been advocating for women to let go of the superwoman persona for a long time. Her insight is golden and her voice is soothing. Grab your notebook. 
everyone. Welcome to Stay A While Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Vincent. And today we are going to be having a conversation regarding overcoming superwoman syndrome. Capes off, everybody. That's what we're talking about today. We are taking off the capes. And we have the perfect guest that is going to share with us some insight into her journey and her platform that speaks exactly to this situation right here. Today we have at the table Elaine Fluker. Elaine, thank you so much for taking your seat at the Stay A While table. Elaine has a book that is out right now, y'all. The book title is Getting Over I Got It. How to Stop Playing Superwoman, Get Support, and Remember That Having It All Doesn't Mean Doing It All Alone. Elaine, welcome to the table. Tommy, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about this conversation. Absolutely. So I want to ask Elaine, I want to ask you, who is Elaine? And if you could just share with us in your own words, who you are. Who am I? Let's see. I am a daughter, a sister, a best friend. Some people who listen to my cast say I'm the, the mentor in their head. So I'll, I take that on. Uh, but really, I would say one of the things that's most important to me, and I recently wrote this on social media about choosing to be compassionate and loving and empathetic and kind. I think those are some of the qualities that I not only love about myself, but also that I think help us have a better world. Um, and not from the standpoint of being woo-woo, but just think about at the time that we're speaking all that's going on in the world, not only with you know COVID-19, but also with um, Haitian uh, migrants in Texas and how they're being mistreated and then Afghanistan and not to get too heavy, but I just feel like love, compassion, empathy, kindness, we need more of that in our world. So that's who I try to be in the world. Mm-hmm. What I really appreciate about when you speak about who you are is you said shared nothing regarding what you do. Mm. And you spoke about the things that dwell with inside of you that in order for those things to manifest in your life, you have to be deliberate about cultivating them. And so I appreciate you sharing that. And I know that our conversation part of, you know, getting over, I got it. It, requires that type of self-nurturing. So I'm glad that we're going to be talking about that because just that alone is a key to being successful in, in the ability to do that. Before we get into the main course, I would like to dig in with you on a segment we have on here, Food is Love. And so I have a few questions that I'm going to be asking you and um, I'm looking forward to hearing your answers. The first one is what food best describes your personality and why? There is this uh, restaurant here in Atlanta called Chi Chi's Vegan Taco. So I'm for the most part vegan, right? When I travel, I cheat and have like salmon or something. But they <laughs> have this taco. It's so good. It's it's quote unquote fish tacos. You know, it's not fish. Um, of course, they won't tell me exactly what it is, but it's supposed to be healthy. <laughs> but it's this delicious. It's just delightful. 
And I just feel like that's why just be delightful. Try to be as lovely and a treat and a beautiful surprise. And you might not know. It's a little mysterious. That's me. People (laughs) have told me that in the past. A little mysterious. But just in the end, it's just like a delightful little treat. So that's what I think. (laughs) The vegan tacos is the the quote unquote fish tacos at Chi Chi Vegan Taco Shop in Atlanta. I am a vegan taco. Name one recipe that is special to you and why? Oh my goodness, Tommy, I discovered jackfruit this year. Jackfruit is my boo. It's it's so great because it takes on, I know this isn't a specific recipe, but a specific food, but the recipes that I learned that I could create with jackfruit. So if you're a vegan or a plant-based or anything like that, at least for me, I won't project this on anyone. For me, it's all about texture and taste. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking for something that's going to taste like chicken or be chicken, or even like I said, the fish tastes like fisher, but the texture, and as long as it tastes good, it's still satisfying. So jackfruit for me, I can make a quote unquote pulled pork barbecue sandwich. I've done that before. I can make a quote unquote chicken uh, salad or something that's like the texture of a tuna salad kind of thing. Um, or I can make, what else do I make with jackfruit? Uh, crab cakes. I've made jackfruit crab cakes, but they're mm-hmm. not crab. They're out of, so I just love jackfruit. And I have so many recipes that I've gotten from that this year. I'm just looking at all the different ways to use it. It's almost like eggplant. It just takes on all the flavor of whatever you add in it. Stir fry. Mm-hmm. I've done a vegetable stir fry with jackfruit. So yeah. Okay. Jackfruit building the recipe repertoire. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Name a time in your life where food was healing for you. Oh, wow. That made me right away when you said that made me go back to my childhood. So it was more events around food. So Mm -hmm. the family barbecues, the family cookout. So most of my family then and now still is in Queens, New York. I'm from New York originally. And but my immediate family lived in Long Island. So we would have all the barbecues and the cookouts and people from my neighborhood would come and all of my family from Queens and my family from Brooklyn and everywhere would come to my house in Long Island. And it was my parents' house. And then next door, my aunt lived right next door. So like one house was the kid's house. The other house was the grown folks. You only go in there if you had grown folks business. If not, they'd be like, get out of here. Get out of grown folks business. <laughs> but it was all around food, celebration, dance, fun. So that's what I always think about, just how food was at the center of a lot of our joyful times and tons of laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Food really does cultivate the space and um, creates an opportunity to build those memories, those yes. life long lasting memories that really um, sometimes I find myself when I am in need of a hug um, or to experience something that is comforting, I will allow for a movie to play in my mind of an experience where food was the center of that. Food was the catalyst that brought everybody together to really create that special moment. So I love that your the healing piece for you was the moment that that food created. Exactly. That's, a, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I love that you said about what you mentioned just about comfort. Like we people talk about quote unquote comfort foods, right? But it's um, for me, the comfort just, I love the way you put it. It's about the food that feels healing, whether it's because it triggers some kind of beautiful memory or if it's something healthy. Sometimes I think when people say comfort, 
food that gets a bad rap and we think, oh, that means that's food that's bad for you or something mm-hmm. that you have to feel guilty about eating. But the comfort comes in all kinds of ways. Sometimes it's even the aroma of a certain food. Like I mm-hmm. still love the smell of good fried chicken. I just don't eat it. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that chicken smells good. <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah, those things are comforting. Okay, that is wonderful. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So, okay, now let's get into this main course. I know how quickly, without even a a thought, the cape can go on. And so the discipline and also not only the discipline, but the ability to care enough about my own self to recognize that gone are the days where I'm putting on that cape. So you have a quote that's in your book. And the quote reads like this. You have moments when you wonder why people don't show up for you. Why you're the only one who shows up for everyone else. Yet you push those thoughts to the side and keep busy. Tackling your ever-growing to-do lists. 
Stop stressing and struggling and choose support. Now, that's the end of the quote. So often we wonder why no one helps us and we build up all these feelings of unhappiness and resentment. Can you help us to understand how we can shift from blame and lean into self-accountability? That's beautiful. I think one of the things that we have to um, take note of or something that you and I just talked about a few minutes ago, this idea of self-awareness. So just as an analogy, I remember I attended this workshop momentum back in 2015, which is actually the feeling where the support is sexy kind of the support sexy feeling came from. But one of the things that um, Dawn Shedrick was one of the mentors in that during that course, and she mentioned this idea of, say, for example, I want to bring a relationship into my life. But do I have room for a relationship? Now, right away, people might think, oh, that means how busy is your schedule or things like that, which is true. But in your space, for me, physically, in my cl- is my closet packed from side to side? Do I have shoes everywhere? Is there clutter everywhere? You know, do I literally have space in my life for another person? Do I have papers everywhere? Or do I have space where there's some room in there where someone could fit in? Like, we're not actually saying the physical person, but just visually Mm -hmm. in your environment and how you create that kind of energy, do you have room for that? So I think there's a level of, and when I, when she asked me that, I didn't, I did not have room just to, just to finish that story and close that loop. I did not. So I I made that change. My closet has a lot of space in it now. We're looking for somebody to fill that space, but uh, (laughs) just for the record. But when you think about, so when you think about yourself and support when we, especially when we have those moments and we all do where we feel either resentful or nobody's showing up for me, or, you know, I'm tired, even if it's not based on someone else, I'm tired of doing everything by myself. Pause for a second and take a deep breath and say, am I really creating space for support in my life? And sometimes usually the answer is no. And it might not be something that is um, deliberate or conscious. It might be just because you're moving so fast. I think, I don't know about you, Tommy, but before 2019, all of us were, all of us, meaning the world was on autopilot. Mm-hmm. We didn't even mm-hmm. realize it. Then the COVID was like, everybody just sit down and have a seat. And sadly, we lost, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people during that time. Still, we all, we literally had to pause and people started evaluating and looking what's in there going on in their lives. And, you know, where do they work? Do they love what they do and their relationships? Some people started relationships. Some people finally re- realized they needed to close that chapter and move on. But I think a lot of us don't take a moment to pause when it comes to support and say, do I really have space for this in my life? And then going into which we can talk about what might that look like if I make room for support? So it's really self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I um personally know what it's like to live in autopilot. And my husband also, that is a space that he can operate in. And it's interesting when, you know, with your book, the title alone, getting getting over, I got it. Not only is that an area that I have to be conscious of, but my husband also operates that way. So when you're talking about making room, when you have two people coexisting together, it's even tighter. You know, when you're you're looking to for space um, and and use use the analogy of the closet, which I thought was a great picture, so people could actually visualize what this space looks like. 
Um, And so in my own pursuit of taking off the cape, I've also had to contend with my husband, who is a I got it. And oftentimes as a couple, his I got it means we got it. Y'all, you know, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all go on and do what y'all going to do. And there's many reasons how we land at the I got it. Some of that could be your fear of rejection. It could be they won't do it like you're going to do it. So I'll just handle it myself. Or they won't do it the right way. Or I want it, I want it done right now. So with that being said, you had an episode um, on your podcast, Support is Sexy, and you discuss the idea of an uncomfortable ask. Hmm. And all of those things that I listed off would cause me to personally be uncomfortable with asking because I have concern. Um, and can you break that down for us? Like, what is an uncomfortable ask? Because we need help. <laughs> we need help so that we can get over. I got it. Thank you for sharing with us about you and your husband both having I got it syndrome. That's that's very real. I think one of the things I always talk about is this book, especially is for ambitious women, women who, you know, you're not the person who's not going to do enough or you need motivation to get things done. You you got that covered. We try to get you to slow down a little bit and make sure you make space to take care of yourself. A couple of things I will mention based on your question. Um, we have to remember do I trust this person? So whether it's you and your husband or whoever the other person is in the person's life, do I trust this person? So when you think of, they're not going to do it like me, that's a lack of trust um, in them doing it like you. They're not going to do it fast enough, right? We don't trust they're going to get it done in time. Uh, And I can't remember what the other one was, but most of them kind of center around (laughs) this idea of, you know, and maybe they're not going to do it like you, but do you trust that they're going to do their best? Do you trust they're going to, you know, keep their word with you, whatever those other things look like in order to accomplish whatever this task is. And then around, so that's the question to ask. And then around an uncomfortable ask, I think what makes it so uncomfortable is the vulnerability mm-hmm. that you mentioned about whether it's rejection. So if you're asking for a raise and they're, you know, they may say no or not now, or whatever version of quote unquote rejection that might be, um, or whether you're saying to your partner, you know, this is what I need right now, or I'm tired, or sometimes the ask isn't, I need support. Sometimes the ask is I need space or I need time or I need rest, you know, and it might not be most times it's not a reflection of that other person, but you you might be nervous about being vulnerable and saying, I need some space or I need some time or I need a few minutes because that is an ask for support in a way, but you're kind of telling the person, give me some room, right? So support doesn't always look like someone doing something for you. Sometimes it's someone leaving you alone. But I think it all goes back to it feeling uncomfortable because it's vulnerable. But when you're doing that, in, and I you know, always make sure to clarify within a safe space. So, and by safe space, I don't mean only with your loved ones, only with your family, because even if you're at work, you want to be able to make an ask if you need to, but know that it's a space that's, hopefully it's a space that is um, invested in your growth invested in you doing well. We're not talking about making an ass to a toxic person or toxic environment, right? So when you do take off that cape, as we talked about, that actually just even think of that as something that is vulnerable. We're not, I'm not saying don't wear the cape at all because there are times when you're going to show up, especially us as women at work or wherever, we're a boss, we're doing our things. You probably got your cape on, it's flying, it's beautiful. 
But when do we take that off? Are you superwoman at home all the time? Are you superwoman in front of your kids all the time? Even for yourself, do you have moments where you can just fold that cape up and retire it for a little bit and just be you and just be with you? So I think the vulnerability comes into play. And then um, again, making sure that you cultivate your environment, whether that's your relationships or work, et cetera, where you can feel safe Asking for support, and I find, I don't know if you feel like this, Tommy, a lot of times, even if the support is offered, we don't know how to accept it because that's where the I got it comes in. Someone mm-hmm. offers you, you know, I always use the the story about me at the grocery store. There's a person at this store here in Georgia, at least they have people who will carry or used to carry your groceries to the car for you. That's literally their job. I got it. No, I got it. It's OK. I got it. But the guy's <laughs> like, but that's literally is literally my job to carry the, you know, he's not like some creep trying to pick me up in the parking lot. He's, it's literally his. And I'm saying no. And I got it. And I've learned how to pause for a second and say, yes, thank you. That would be great. And just think about even with a stranger or in your relationship with your husband or your child or whoever you're letting them show up for you. That's a, a tool of connection between you and that person. Right. And when we talk about, again, the bigger world, as I talked about earlier, that kindness or those moments where you support the other person or you allow them to support you. That creates a connection. So those are some of the reasons to think about why you may want to consider pause for a second and make room for support. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I think that trust is is a factor when when we're we're allowing people or not allowing people to come in and support us. Something else that keeps jumping out for me is the need to be in control. Mm. And you know and I and I'll use myself as an example. I'm I'm fine with that because I think it's important for someone who may grapple in this area to understand it's not 
This is this is a this is something that many people, most people, um, especially we're talking about women here who are working through in life. And so for me, because of the nature and the structure of my relationship in my home and my husband working long hours and me being home and essentially being the CEO in our space, that there's a way that things are being done around here. And so when someone is coming in to support, releasing that is saying, I'm letting go of control. And so that's what sticks out to me. And when you feel the need that you have to control everything, it's impossible for support and control to coexist at the same time because support is your willingness to your point of trusting someone else and their abilities and their giftings to handle it and handle it their way and accepting that their way is also a right way. Like your way doesn't have to always be the only way that something can be done. Mm -hmm. And just think about it from the CEO perspective, CEOs have teams. So it's not even letting go of control. It's sort of thinking I'm building my team, allowing other people to show Mm -hmm. up for you, whether again, family, your partner, your children, whoever helps you all do things probably more efficiently, probably faster, probably without less stress. Like if we look at it from the same, the other side of what would be the benefit of me not trying to, like you said, control and even if you're taking care of all the things or handling all the things or making sure that things are done, you don't have to do them. And I think that's mm-hmm. what I, I uh, want to make sure that women remember. We're trying to do again. Having it all doesn't mean doing it all alone. So it's not that I'm not going to, you know, I'm just thinking about me as an entrepreneur, do social media or I'm not going to have social media go up. I'm not going to have emails responded to. I'm not going to um, send out proposals. But I personally am not doing all of that myself. I'm bringing in people, whether that's, you know, interns or a team or that kind of thing to help me do all of those things. Because I know for me to have what all looks like for me or successful to keep this business running, I have to make room for support. And I went for as long as I could doing it myself and which, you know, in a business standpoint, sometimes you have to do that for a little while. Mm -hmm. But then you realize you're the bottleneck in your business. And it's not getting done as efficiently because there's only so much time in the day. There's only so much energy you have. Even if you're a superwoman, you, again, you got to take a break, take the cape <laughs> off, you know, and sit down for a minute. So in your family, there's only so much. I, you know what? I'll give an example of my girlfriend, Erica, who I love very much. She's a, a single mom. She's co-parenting. She's divorced, but she has four children, uh, 10 and up. So two are in high school and then the three are in high school. Wow. And one's in middle school. One's going to college. Anyway, she got four kids, right? So beautiful <laughs> kids. And um, she's, and one has special needs and she's trying to do all of, I mean, it's impossible. It really is. It's impossible. So she has moments though, where she's on autopilot and she's trying to take care of one, her son who's at home with special needs and get him fed and make sure he can eat and then take care of her daughters and take them to all of their practices and events and all those things. And then take care of her young one. And he's the baby. So of course he's, he wants some time with her to watch a movie or those kind of things. And she gets into, as we all do these modes where again, autopilot doesn't even realize she's running around. Mm -hmm. She's starting to forget stuff, you know, it starts to affect, which is something that's important to me to share in the book and otherwise, it starts to affect your body and your peace of mind. That's the real reason. Like this support thing isn't a nice to do. We have to do it, especially as women, especially as women of color, because we're suffering from so many health issues 
related to trying to do it all on her own, on your own. So in the case of Erica, I remember I have to do this occasionally. I call her and I'm like, listen, when you're what is, what's going on? What are you you know, you're talking about you're forgetting stuff and you're getting stressed out and all of these things. And she's like, I feel so bad. I forgot to you know, she had forgotten to make breakfast for her son who can't cook for himself. So and she feels bad about asking her daughter to do it. And I said, well, why don't you pay your daughter? an extra allowance or an allowance. I don't know if she was paying her one and say, Hey, every morning it's your job to cook breakfast for your brother and make sure he's fed. Cause she's 16 or 17 years old. She can give him cereal or something. And then as a mom, you won't feel guilty, even though she shouldn't feel guilty, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Like make your brother <laughs> yeah. breakfast is what that's, she should say. But, right. But I'm like, get, give her an allowance. Tell her, Hey, you, I'll give you extra allowance, whatever, if you do. And she's like, Oh my gosh, that's such a, a good idea. But sometimes, and I'm not in any way brilliant. I don't have children, but just from the outside, it's like, wait a minute. What are some ways that you do you have to make him breakfast? Is this some special mm-hmm. breakfast that only you can make? You have three other children and two of them are teenage girls who actually like to cook. So now she, you know, so she asked her daughter it and she offered to pay her an allowance and her daughter told her absolutely not. She'd love to do it. Now she doesn't wow. have to worry about forgetting breakfast. And a new thing they just did is started ordering one of those food programs. I won't, you know, they're not paying us to say who they are. So, but it's one of those food <laughs> delivery services that come every week with the recipe and everything. And now they take, she cooks, I think three nights a week. And then her girls cook during the week, two of the nights, one on one night, one on the other support, right? She made mm-hmm. room. You don't have to be the person to make dinner every night. That's an additional stressor for you. And if, especially if you have old kids, right? These these girls are, one of them is driving now, et cetera. So I know that's a long example, but I just wanted to share a real world example for everyone to see what we're talking about when we say make space. It doesn't have to be painful, right? It should be helpful. Mm-hmm. And then just think of on the other side of it, in the case of Erica, many of us, we're suffering, struggling mentally. It's messing us up. We're always exhausted because we're not even pausing to make room for what that support looks like. And one thing Mm -hmm. I want to mention real quick, Tommy, is just we mentioned what are the reasons that we might be like this. We also have to look at um, the what this woman, Maria Yellow Horse Braveheart, she's a Native American woman who's a social worker. I think in the 80s, she coined the term historical trauma. And that's something I've been mentioning a lot and doing more research on because what it is, is it looked at in her case, she began looking at Native Americans and how their trauma from being colonized and their hair being cut culturally and the kids being put in boarding schools um, mm-hmm. affected, still affects them generations later. You look at um, descendants of Africans who were enslaved in the States. There are effects that still affect us later. You look at um, people in the Jewish community, survivors of the Holocaust. There's still historical trauma there. So even you're beyond, though you're beyond that traumatic event, it still affects you. So in the case I'm speaking as a black woman and someone whose ancestors were enslaved, we had to do everything. You could you ask for what? You couldn't ask for anything. Like literally asking for something could get you killed. I tell a story of my mom, how she grew up in Alabama in the 20s and 30s. And she talks about simple things like going to buy shoes. You weren't allowed to try on shoes in the store because they didn't want you to put them on and give them back. So you had to guess your size and get out of the store. Right. So asking for can can you help me find my site? That's not even something that they could comprehend. So I just want to mention and acknowledge that there are reasons that a lot of us might feel like we can't ask for support. You might not think of the connection between, well, that doesn't affect why I don't ask, you know, my husband or my kids to help me. But there is some of that that is still within a lot of us. And even if you look at current day, women in the United States, at least still don't make even amounts of money for the same job as men. We didn't set that up. 
but we got to acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Right. It's just like, and then as women of color, it's even less. So we're not, this isn't, you know, hysteria here. This, there are real reasons why you might pause uh, to ask for support, but we got to push through that. Mm-hmm. There's actually a bridge between the story that you shared regarding your friend and her teenage daughters and even the the trauma that we've experienced, um, our ancestors experienced and how that moved forward. And when you grow up in an environment as a young lady, you're watching the women around you and you're watching how they move through life. And that becomes your example of what womanhood looks like. And while we can't change the past, we can reset the course of the future. And when you have daughters, like in the situation with your friend and her two daughters, she looked to them for support. She also showed them how to lean into support. And so it helps to mentally start to make a shift in the generation that's coming behind you. So even with our experiences and the things that are brought forward from generation to generation, we are all in a position to contribute to the shift of the mindset on how women move forward in life, especially when you're raising girls. That's beautiful. I did not even think of that. That is so beautiful. And I'm going to tell her that. I think that will warm her heart. It makes me want to cry. But it just even seeing from that conversation with her daughter that she had about the breakfast and now them using this food service and she sends us pictures of the recipes that the girls make, you know, it's become a beautiful family thing. And like you said, she's leading by example in that way. Whereas before she might have thought she was failing if she didn't make, Mm -hmm. you know, all the meals and do all the things. So that's that's the part of it. And then that carries, you know, its own burden. So, yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. You did um, a couple of years ago, you presented at uh, LinkedIn's Transform Her and you spoke about I Got It um, Syndrome, which is the title of your book. Um, And it's very clear because you shared 2016 is when you had that moment where you, you this became something in your life that resonated and was extremely important to you because from 2016 to now, this is what is a part of your language. This is your body of work. You talk about it, you write about it. For you, and I know that this is a continuous work in progress, but for you, how did you personally get to this place where you got over it? I am still working on it. I always tell people it's a constant reminder. I think um, even for myself, I am certainly much more aware of it than I was five years ago of how often I would say, I got it. I got it. It's okay. I got it. No, no, no. I got it. You know, even with, it's funny. I just went um, out of town for a few days with a friend of mine, a gentleman, um, and I had to force myself not to pay, try to pay for everything or pay for everything equally or treat, mm-hmm. you know, just because again, in this mm-hmm. mode of, oh no, I got it or I can do it. And it was several times where I had to be like, no, just say thank you, right? And just accept. So again, that trust and that fear and those things come in. So I am still a work in progress. And I think, you know, for all of us, that's fine. It's just, again, raising that self-awareness of how many times are you turning away support 
And then, as we said, are you literally making room for support in your life in whatever way that looks like? The small delights of someone treating you to something to things that can actually make your life better. So it is still a work in progress for me. Mm -hmm. There's something that you speak about and you talk about an empowered ask versus just an ask. Can you explain to us the difference? Yeah, absolutely. So what I say about making an empowered ask is I call it the five R's that you want to have of an empowered ask. So if you think of the example we mentioned earlier, maybe it's asking for a raise or if it's meeting someone, uh, as I did at the LinkedIn conference a year ago uh, when we used to see each other in person, when someone says to you, oh, how can I support you or what are you up to? What can I any version of or what do you do? Sometimes none of us, we don't have an answer. Right. So the first Mm -hmm. R, the five R's is to be ready. So whether that's what do you do or as you asked me earlier, who are you? Right. So even sharing who I am is something that I was you know, ready with inside of myself. It wasn't a prepared answer that was on the spot, but certainly it was something to be ready for. Or if you literally need some support with something at the time, I tell people sometimes we go to conferences or even if it's virtual situations and people say, oh, what are the ways that I can support you? Or what are you up to? Or what can I do for you? And you, you're not mm-hmm. ready. You just, oh, I don't know. Well, maybe. Or you talk about something that you don't, you're not even into right now, right? So just being ready, ready with whatever you're asked or whatever you're sharing. And it doesn't have to necessarily be, well, can you help me with this? But I might say, you know what? Right now, I'm really focusing on speaking and really working with corporations to bring this message of support into organizations now. So that's what I'm open and looking for. That is literally something that's going on right now. If anyone asks me what I'm up to, what I'm looking for, how can I support you? It's the area of focus. So it helps a person know how they can fit in. As we talk about Mm -hmm. fitting your closet, how can they fit in? How can they support you? Maybe they can't, or maybe they can't right now, or maybe they know someone who can. But either way, it's a win for you because you're getting practice, even if telling the universe, if no one else, the universe gets to hear, oh, okay, this is what Tommy is up to right now because she done said this about 10 times at this conference. <laughs> so she, this is what she want to do right now, right? And you get the benefit of telling other people. So try to be ready when you're in these environments or just even thinking about it, journaling your book, if, even if you're not talking to anyone, what is the focus for you right now? Whether it's personal or you know professional, maybe your thing is you want to start exercising more. Someone asks you what you're up to. You know what? I would really find a way for me to go for a walk every day. And they might be like, oh, you know what? There is a walking group right over here at the local. Mm-hmm. You know, you just never know. So mm-hmm. ready. The second R is reason. So what would be the reason that someone would want to help you with this thing? How do you basically enroll someone in your vision? That's what I call it, of whatever you're trying to create. So the reason I might say, you know, I really think what I talked about wanting to speak at more corporations, I really think this message of support is important, not only for success, but for peace of mind. That's a reason that someone can get behind. A lot of us love to support people who are already on the train, right? Or the train is already moving, I should say. It's not Mm -hmm. sitting still in the station and saying, you know, come push my train. It's like, this is where I'm going. I would love for you to get on board in some way or figure out a way to help me move this along, whatever this thing is. So what is the reason? If we want to use an example of someone in a professional environment, if you are speaking to your manager, boss, supervisor, et cetera, for a raise, maybe it is you're you're ready. So what are you coming in my office for? I'm coming in because I think I deserve a $10,000 raise based on whatever it is. What is the reason? I've done this to benefit the company over the past year and have some actual Mm -hmm. things that you've done, you know, whatever that looks like. Of course, every environment is different. But what is the reason that this person other than I think I deserve it or so and so makes this or this is the market? You know, they 
people can get around that. If you have reasons of these are the things I've done to improve the company, move the company forward, help the team, et cetera, that is your reason. The, the third thing that actually leads into the third thing, the receipts. Ready? Reason your receipts. What are we doing now? Receipts, uh, you know, like what again? This is these are the receipts. This is what I've done, how I've contributed. This is the money we've made or, you know, this is what I'm working on. So I one thing I make sure to say, because a young lady asked me this one. She was in I think she was still in college when I shared this one time. And she said, well, I, you know, haven't started my career yet. I don't have any receipts. And then I can't remember what she wanted to do. But I say sometimes your receipts is what you've tried so far. So say I'm trying to start a new business or I'm interested in a new venture or I mean, I've done speaking before, but say I had never done speaking or anything before. And I said, this is an area that I really want to get into. So far, I've joined the National Speakers Association. I've been going to some, uh, you know, LinkedIn groups or I've joined some LinkedIn groups and I've done some. What are the things that you're doing so far? Those are receipts as well. Because sometimes it's true, you might be making a transition or in the mm-hmm. young lady's case, you might be, you know, early in your career. But even if your receipt is, I'm majoring in English because I want to be a writer and publish a book one day, whatever it is, you've done something. If you're older than one years old, you've done something, right? <laughs> so don't forget your receipts. And I think that's important too, for women who are transitioning. I work with a lot of coaching, a lot of women who are moving from corporate to entrepreneurship. And they forget about the 20 or 30 years of experience that they had doing whatever thing. I'm like, even if it's not directly related, you don't lose that experience. It doesn't go away. Right. So those are still part of your receipts. How can we make that relevant to what you want to do moving forward? Ready, reason, receipts, then the request. Making the ask, Mm -hmm. even if the ask is, again, I'm really looking for support with this. It might not be from that person, but you're letting them know if you know somebody or if you can do it or whatever that is, we have to be able to make the ask. Sometimes the support doesn't come from the universe, from our husbands, from whoever, because you didn't ask them. And sometimes they're figuring, oh, you got it. Right. Especially if you're especially if you've always been the person who had it. So if you're mm-hmm. anyone who's listening or you, Tommy, you sound like you always, I got it. Now you can't be mad if nobody asks you because they're like, we thought you had it, right? <laughs> and actually Dr. Zoe Shaw, yes. right? Dr. Zoe Shaw, and my uh, one of the women I interviewed in the book, she's a psychologist. And she says she had a conversation with a friend of hers, her friends, group of friends, because one girlfriend you know, broke her foot or hurt herself or something. All of them were making her friend dinner and bringing stuff over and making sure she was okay. And Zoe was like, well, I just had the, that same surgery like a month ago and y'all didn't do all that for me. And you know what they said? We thought you had it. They're like, well, you, we didn't know you wanted any, right? Any help. We thought you've always had it. And she said, she was like, wow, that, okay. Yep. That's, that's on me. So we have to be able to make the request if it's something that we need. And the last R is reciprocity. So in addition mm-hmm. to, of course, being in this space of asking for support, we want to be able to give it to in the ways that we can and that are healthy. Um, most women that I talk to don't have a problem giving. We all probably give too much, but just being in that space of knowing that as you give, you receive. Uh, so ready, reason, receipts, request, reciprocity. That's how you make an empowered ask. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Five <laughs> R's. I love it. Five um, R's. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Now, I I just want to just write in here, insert, because just to this point in the conversation, you have, you know, really gave some empowering information. And so I want to encourage everyone, get the book. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Because um, clearly, if just in a matter of minutes, and I know you're listening and that this is speaking to so many get the book because then it's on it's in your hand and you can take notes and you can highlight and you can work it in your life um but I, i'm going to repeat the name of the book again the name of the book is getting over it i got it how to stop playing superwoman get support and remember that having it all doesn't mean doing it alone so and Elaine did not ask me to do that. Um, I just think it's important when you recognize that someone is pouring into you and there's a way that you have the ability to support, because we're talking about support, that you support them. So I just want to say that and we can move along to the next question. (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much. Have you ever encountered any objection or hesitancy from women to your get over it, I got it call to action? Have I ever encountered? Yes. And I think it's mostly around um, mindset. So this is a a Mm -hmm. mindset shift for a lot of people, myself included, because we're so used to doing what we do, as we talked about, so used to being on autopilot or so used to, well, I'll just do it myself. I don't have time to ask or I'll just do it myself. It's easier to do that. Um, So I think the even if I don't know about the objection, a lot of times, you know, we all go back to our regular lives and do things the way we've always done them or we change for a little while and then we go back to it. So this has been a message that I just keep um, drilling isn't the right word, sharing over and over again with people Mm -hmm. just as a reminder, because it takes time, just like any new, you know, whether it's eating habits or, you know, workout or 
uh, studying or reading more. I have books everywhere that I, cause I want to make sure that I read a lot more, even if I pick it up for a few minutes, but it's a, it's a habit that we're trying to get you mm-hmm. to form. So, yeah. So I think even if the objections aren't directly to me, people think it's a pretty good idea to, uh, to get more support. But um, that's one of the reasons why in the book, I wanted to make sure to put exercises at the end of each chapter um, so that you can, as you mentioned, take action because I read a lot of self-help books and love them. Then I'm like, okay, so how do I do this? Like, what is, give me an example of how do I put this in action? Even if it's telling you how to do it, how can I put this in action in my real life? Um, So that's something that was important. So yeah, I think I tried it as much as possible to make sure that we can counter um, those objections after you go on back to your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the the shifting, generating a a new mindset and canceling out the old, but the, it's like repetition, like you mm-hmm. said, creating those habits. And even in the process of getting to this place where we are owning this fully, I think it's important for us to always remember to give ourselves grace. Because the process of support also means you have to support yourself in your endeavor to become a better version of you today than you were yesterday. And so if you reset the deck daily, then you it just allows for you to continue to move forward in it and not get caught up in, you know, believing that you're not successful at what you're doing as you're making these lifestyle changes for yourself. Um, I think that's really important. What encouragement do you have for women who are taking the baby steps into asking for help and choosing to be supported, but are having trouble staying vulnerable enough to make significant progress? One of the things that I um, speak about is this idea of vulnerability warriors. So these are people that you can, um, again, that you feel safe around, that you can have those vulnerable moments and conversations. They can, uh, as the term goes, hold space for you whenever you need to. And these aren't people who, you know, you're vulnerable only when something goes wrong. Certainly that you want want to have that. But these can be people that, um, you know, one of my girl, another girlfriend, tons of girlfriends. I use all their stories. I get their permission. It's fine. Um, but one of my girlfriends, she's such a boss and she I love her dearly. I'm her the godmother to her daughter. She makes a lot of money and she deserves it. She probably still, you know, needs to make more, but she makes a lot of money. And she shared with me uh, maybe last week or so. She was like, I never really shared this with anybody, but this month I made X amount of money. And I'm like, girl, you should celebrate that. Oh my God, that's what are you talking? You know, you tell me that every time you make that much money, I want to know. But she, it was a moment of vulnerability for her. It was a great thing, but you know, because of reasons she's afraid of offending anybody or, you know, she whatever reasons, I don't want to project mm-hmm. what her reasons are, but I understood when she mm-hmm. said that and I felt how, um, how much she needed to be able to celebrate that, to share that with someone. So again, I, in that way, I want to be a vulnerability warrior for her and say, I'm holding space for you to celebrate that you, you they're not giving you that money because you're cute, even though you are. They're not giving that money, right? Just because you went to school with me, we went to Hampton. They not That's not because of that. You've done the work, <laughs> right? You've done the work, yeah. you're doing the work. They're paying you, right? Because of your your value to them as an organization. So Make sure that for the women who are, to answer your question, taking those baby steps, how do you um, cultivate an environment so that you have people in your life, whether that's people in your family, I'm talking a lot about my girlfriends to whom I'm very close, 
or sometimes that's a mentor or someone outside of your uh, immediate circle, right? It might not be a friend or that could be a therapist. And uh, therapy, mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge too. I know a lot of people say, well, everybody doesn't have money for therapy. There are a lot of great online therapy options that are available now where you don't have to go into an office. You don't have to pay hundreds of dollars. I'm happy to give you some resources, Tommy, if you want to give links to people um, later in the show notes. But again, there's a lot of different options. There's a lot of free, actually, uh, services too that are available in that way. So again, whatever your the space needs to be, and of course, spiritual teachers or advisors also um, to create a place for you to have vulnerability warriors around you. Because you, let's be clear, you don't want to share everything with everybody. Like it's mm-hmm. just, you know, that's life. And that's not even because um, people mean you any malintent. So I always use the example of my parents I'm very close to them. They're both in their 90s. They crack me up. They're hilarious and adorable. I moved to Georgia to be closer to them. But the, the, one of the things I talk about in the book that I learned from this woman, Michelle Villalobos, is knowing your anchors from your engines. So there are things with my mom I can be very open about. My dad to some extent, too. But, you know, he's military. He's very he doesn't have any room. There is no gray areas, black or white, right or wrong. Right. My mom gets <laughs> we laugh about things more. But anchors versus engines. So your engines are people who pour into you or who are your vulnerability warriors who just make space for you to be yourself or share something or whatever that is. They hold you to your highest. If you say this next move is what you want to do, they're kind of asking you about it and encouraging Mm you. Your anchors are people who want to, like an anchor does for a ship, hold you in place. They want you to stay who you are. So think about maybe friends from either college or high school or something. You know, you're all different now. There might be some people who don't want you to change because they like who you were. Not for a better or worse thing. They're just used to you being the funny one or used to you being the silly one. And now you're, you know, all sophisticated and got this job or whatever you you act and funny, so to speak. Right. But the thing that, that I always want to make sure to mention, your anchors are not your haters. So for me, my parents, if I were to put them in this uh, circumstance, I can make them into anchors and I have done that before. So even though I'm a fully grown woman, I'm still their baby. I'm an entrepreneur. I had a quote unquote good job in media. I left that job to be an entrepreneur years ago and they were freaking out. So I can't share things with my parents like me and Tommy are going to do into this. uh, We're going into this business deal and we're both going to invest $50,000. to. we don't know if it's going to work, but I would it would kill them. They don't yeah. have, they cannot hold that vision and they would be anchors. They'd be like, oh my God, what are you talking about? And they might not tell me not to do it, but their fear would be so projected onto me. And there are people who love me, right? They, they, they very much love me, but I would make them anchors. What I can share with them, Tommy, so that they're engines, Tommy and I went into this business deal. We both invested $50,000. It didn't work out, but we decided it's okay. We're going to, they can handle the results. Did it work out with Tommy mm. or did it not? Right. So I help them be into. So I, again, vulnerability warriors, but I have to cultivate my relationship. So I'm not going to cut my parents off. Right. They're not toxic or anything just in this example, but I have to reshape the relationship with them. So for Mm -hmm. all of us who are, again, taking those baby state, baby steps, excuse me, evaluate the relationships around you are who are the people that you can go to and be like, I made, you know, one hundred thousand dollars this month or whatever it is. Who are the people that you can go to and share a little bit of what you might be up to? But maybe those people need to hear just the results for whether it worked out or it didn't. Or maybe you don't need to talk about that with those people. You know, I have girlfriends who work in corporate, et cetera. I don't talk to them a lot about entrepreneurship because they're just like, that's great, girl. Go for it. But, you know, I got to go got to go to work. I can't talk to you about this business thing all night. Right. (laughs) Like I got to get my kids in bed. I got to what are you talking about? We don't. But other women I talk to who are entrepreneurs, you know, we can go for hours talking about that stuff. 
So again, it's cultivating your, your relationships in your life friends, family, and other, because I don't want people to think, well, I don't have friends like that. There are so many resources out there and we're happy to share mm-hmm. some where you can find what you need to get the support you need. Yes. And and we definitely will take those links okay. um, so we can put them in the show notes. So we have them. When you were sharing your story, it made me think about one of the many episodes um, in your podcast, uh, Support is Sexy, where you share the story about when you were on Martha's Vineyard for your book signing oh gosh. and how <laughs> you had your circle um, of your friends and they all came in and they approached it all extremely differently, but they were the support that you needed in that moment. And so something that if you would have held that to yourself and carried that by yourself, it could have felt like a moment of defeat but they reshaped that for you and allowed for you to sit in a place where they were celebrating you and your accomplishment with the book. Um, So that's the story that came to mind. And if you like that story or you're curious about that story, it is on um, Elaine's uh, podcast, Support is Sexy. So, Mm -hmm. um, but Yes, you have so much that you have going on um, and it's all in areas that are very specific to this conversation. As I mentioned, you have the podcast, Support is Sexy. You have your book, your coach, you have a coaching business and you do so much more. Um, Can you just share with the listeners any aspects of any of those things that you want them to be aware of and how they can continue to support what you're doing, engage with you in those activations and be become a part of um, and having the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing. Yes. Thank you so much. And I so appreciate this conversation. It's just beautiful. I really enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about me and all that I'm up to more about the book also, and to get a free download of one of the exercises in the book on how to define what your all means to you, you can go to getoveriigotit.com. So getoveriigotit.com. And that'll take you again to find out all the ways to connect with me. You can learn some more about all the things that I'm up to and everything there. Wonderful. So before you leave, um, is there anything that I did not ask or that, you know, just as we were talking that you just feel the need to share that you would like to share with the audience? No, I I really, again, just appreciate you and this conversation and just your um, deep listening and perception of some of the things that I said, you helped me look at things in a different way from the very beginning of me not mentioning what I do, but really more so who I am as a person, which is becoming more and more important to me, I think, as I get older and get an old age. So that was very a beautiful acknowledgement. So I appreciate that. And also, I just want your listeners to remember, you know, in all this discussion about support and the tips and everything I'm saying, what's most important is to remember that you deserve it. And that's what I want Mm. women to know, right? A lot of times we're doing all this ourselves to prove something either to ourselves or as we said, to our family because everybody else always did it. The other women in our family did it or we're trying to prove ourselves at work and we talked about some reasons we might feel like that. In all cases, remember that you deserve support. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Elaine, for making a deposit into all of the listeners and making a deposit in me as well. I appreciate that. 
And just know you're welcome back anytime. And thank you so much for joining me today at the Stay A While table. Thank you. I'm glad this was recorded because I know you'll want to run it back a few times. Elaine is amazing and she's got a wealth of resources, her book and academy, all easily accessible on her website, www.elainefluker.com. Like what you hear? Then let me know and tell a friend. You can find and follow Stay A While on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. I can't thank you enough for your support of Stay A While. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated because it helps us to set the table with the soul food you crave. You can also talk to me directly on Instagram at Chef Tommy V, and that's Tommy with an I. And remember, life happens at the table, so meet me there. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.